Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. Wrestling with regret, you're watching putting you over. How's it going, everybody? What's going on? I am the standing streamer. Welcome to uh, putting you over for everybody. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. All right, so as I said. 9P, we'll have Royce Isaacs. We have uh, Fathead LaGreca's in the back there. My notes for Royce are here. <coughs> and uh, it should be a good MLW. It should be a good show. But if you don't know who Royce Isaacs is, we're going to get to know him right now. Uh, he is of the NWA, uh, one half of the wild cards, part of Strictly Business. I'm going to give him a call right now. I'm going to go up to the front of the bar, make the call, and then we're going to do this. Is everybody ready? Can I see a show of hands? The Skype button to call in. Um, now, did you want to do audio only, or you want to do camera too? Video's fine. I think you, you see me yeah. now. Oh, yeah, I see you now. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Now it works. Um, first of all, before we get things going, uh, thank you, chat. Audio is perfect. Great. I have a rough time with, with audio um, at times. Uh, I just want to say a couple things. One, thank you for doing the show. Um because it's it's hard to get people on. And, but the second thing is you, you came up with a brilliant idea, and I, I never thought of it myself Like, because I, like I do the show live on Twitch, so I like to have video when I can. Um, and your, your brilliant plan of just making a burner Skype account that once I'm done with you, I'll just change the password, and I can use it for the next one. It's brilliant. Yeah. I, I'm not sure – why I thought of that, but it was just one of those things that I've had a few interviews now where people are like, oh, do you have a Skype? Do you have a Skype? And it's like, I don't, like, I don't want one for myself. Like, I don't want one to, like, talk to my friends and family, right. so it's not one of those things that I, not that, I'm sure it takes five minutes, but I'm like, I don't really want to go through all that trouble, but, like, if I was a show and I needed something, I'd be like, oh, I could just make one that all my guests use because it's more convenient. Like, so, you know, I mean, it's like for you guys, it makes it easier than cool. Like, it was perfect. I was like, yeah, he's totally right. Like, why don't I just create one for the show and be like, look, here, I got it all set up for you. All you do is log in, click answer, and we're good to go. Yeah, man. 
I could, every once in a while, you know, I have a good idea. <laughs> every, every once in a while. Um, so, I, first of all, I'm having a rough couple days for a couple reasons. Um, my favorite band, Pearl Jam, was going on tour. Uh-huh. And and now they're not. It it got postponed uh, due to this, Correct. you know, coronavirus. Um, has the coronavirus uh, affected uh, your do you know the wrestling business uh, on your end in any way? Uh, so far on my end, no. But like I know, like an APW show got canceled for this uh, Saturday and. In Daly City in Northern California, like I know Northern California is on a much bigger lockdown right now than LA. Yeah. Um, LA responds, but yeah, I mean it's I mean it's obviously a, it's a very big, it's, very real thing. Yeah. Uh, the people, the NW, or I say NBA, the NBA is like just postponed a game that was about to happen between the Jazz and someone else. Uh, I mean they're meeting tomorrow morning to figure out about WrestleMania and all this stuff. Like this, obviously, it's pretty wild, man. Yeah, I mean, WrestleMania, I was just talking about this because I went live a little bit early so I could check audio and all that stuff. And I was saying, now, will they just cancel WrestleMania or will they push back WrestleMania? Or because I, my, I mean, my wife came home and she works for the government, uh, not only for the government, but in the medical field. And she's like, WrestleMania is not happening, hun. And uh, I was just wondering all that. But on your end of things, in the NWA, you guys got the Crockett Cup coming up here in uh, – gosh, shit. I can't remember the date. It's April something or other. Well, 19, I mean, we, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that a bunch on the actual stream and whatever. Uh, but, yeah, like that's coming up April 19th Yeah. in Georgia. So, Georgia's been okay so far. Like it's knocked on wood. It's been all right so far. Yeah, I know. It's just – I mean, it's hitting them. Anyways, I, I, that's two weeks in a row. I now started off the, the show on a, a slow uh, a halt or a downside of things. But anyways, we'll move on from that. And I'm not going to ask you, uh, you know, where you train or, or any of that stuff. But, but what I do want to know is, um, did you grow up a wrestling fan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Uh, what'd you watch? The WWF and WCW. I mean, I, I watched both, but I was more of a WWF guy. Yeah, who, um, you're about, you're, let me, you're about 30 something, I think, right? 30? So. 31. You're 31, so, well, you didn't have, you didn't have to answer. You just said yes. So I'm a little older than you. I'm 40. I just turned 40. So we probably watched around the same time. So who, yeah, WWF at that time, uh, what guys did you look up to or, you know, wait, did you always want to be a wrestler? Um, I mean, yeah, when I was, uh, when I was younger, I watched wrestling with my dad. Um, I, I always really enjoyed it. I always thought there was a side of it that appealed to me for sure. Um, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, I always was competitive. I always played sports. I always liked wrestling. So it seemed like a natural kind of fit, I guess. Yeah, um, and, you, you played. Yeah, you know, I mean, era for wrestling, so I liked you know Stone Cold. I liked The Rock. You know, I liked all the cool like Mankind and Kane were badass. So yeah, um, you grew. You were an, an athlete in school. You said you played. You wrestled, uh, amateur wrestling, uh, and you played football. Correct. 
Yeah, man. And uh, and I believe you can see, you can see that portrayed in in your in ring work, or at least what I've seen. When I first stumbled upon you was at the Crockett Cup last year. Um, yeah. When you you just got thrown into things uh, with Tom. That that was that the first time you guys were put together. I mean, kayfabe, I guess. Were you was that the first time you teamed with him? Kayfabe and non-kayfabe. No, absolutely. That was the first time we were together. It was Crockett Cup last year, so it seems like it's been longer than a year. But, uh, yeah, but man, it's, it's uh, time. Longer. Yeah. Um, it played you know, perfectly. And, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, I mean, it's been a crazy journey so far. Uh, and, you know, for for a lot of people, that was their first time getting to catch me on uh, you know, a bigger stage. And um, this year, I can't wait to, to make an even bigger impact at the Crockett Cup. Because I, I, hopefully, you know, this is one of those things that this can really be the wild card event. You know, like the, the NWA has a rich history. The Crockett Cup has a rich history. And uh, the wild cards are there to, to make some history, too, you know. It's. It- it's going to be good. It's going to be a good turnout. Um, so I, I stumbled upon you last last year. You you got with Tom. You guys, the wild cards, you guys, you know, skyrocketed to the top. NWA Tag Team Champions. Um, who – how did I want to phrase this? Um, and you, you're with Nick Aldis. You guys are strictly business. Where do you and Tom stand right now? Because I haven't seen you two in the ring together for – well – Power wasn't on this week, but uh, together as a tag team. I've seen you as a group, as a faction, but are you guys still together? I mean, you, yeah. you're, you're part of uh, a I've faction, but. Uh, the inner, or sorry, the Circle Squared yesterday, we got announced as a tag team in the Crockett Cup. So, Well, shame uh, on me because I watched that whole thing and did live coverage for a, for a, web, a wrestling website, and I totally, you know, because when they announced that, I was updating the matches. But so you guys are in it as a team, as the wild cards. You you must be. Yeah. You got to uh, repeat. Absolutely. Announced yesterday. Uh, you check. Uh, shameless plug. At uh, Royce Isaacs on Instagram. At Royce Isaacs on Twitter. Uh, I released the graphic and everything like that. Uh, we're, we were announced. Um, Villain Inc. was announced. Uh, there was another uh, Ring of Honor team. I, I want to say Ray Horace was in that. So that's it's, sweet. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Villain Enterprise is Flip Gordon, though, and Brody King, I believe. Yeah, obviously, uh, PCO uh, is some different stuff this year. And obviously, Marty is in the match with uh, Nick this mm-hmm. year at Crockett. So um, it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, like, Flip's one of the, the best flyers in the business. And I think he's shown that he, he has more to his game. Like, if you watch his match with Nick uh, uh, from the last pay-per-view, he – He's come into his own uh, in a lot of other ways as well, and he can do a lot more than just uh, just the flying stuff. So, like, I mean, in in some ways, it's almost like a thunder and lightning thing with him and Brody, where they might be even more dangerous this year. Um, and you know, me and Tom are now one and one with Dylan Inc. So, I would love to, uh, you know, have the rubber match with them. And I, I, to me, it's like, what's what better stage is there than the Crocker Cup for that? There's no but better stage um and i agree with flip when i first saw flip i think he was i think he when i first saw him he was wrestling in defy up in seattle and um i was like this this kid all i mean he's great he flips around he's very athletic not gonna not gonna 
uh, go much past that. But I'm just a, a viewer, you know, and uh, just a fan. And boy, was I wrong because him in Ring of Honor, his feud with Bully Ray was – that put him over for sure in my mind. But, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Flip Flip's a, an outstanding talent that I've, you know, shared the – I. We, we shared the ring last year at uh, Crockett Cup. Me and Tommy pulled one out on him and uh, uh, Bandito uh, in the second round and we were able to get to the, the finals there. And, yeah, I mean, I, there's no underestimating Flip Gordon. He's definitely uh, a top-rate talent. But at the same time, strictly business, wild cards, like we're, we're in this to win this, you know what I mean? Like last year we got runner-up. We got that first loser uh, uh, trophy. So this year we want the real trophy. We want the Crockett Cup and we want – uh, the big shiny gold gold belts back, you know the the eagle belts. So that's 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 what it's about. That our eyes are on the prize as far as that goes. Now, is there any like if you guys win that Crockett Cup, you, you get to hold the trophy high above. You guys are champions. Does that give you? Are you guys then the number one contenders? I would suppose for uh, Storm and Drake. Correct. That would be my assumption, maybe. My assumption is that they were going to be in the tournament, but I, I mean, I could be wrong there. I, Usually, the champions were always historically in the tournament, um, so that the belt conceivably could uh, change hands during the tournament. That's I, my I could question. Be wrong. That see, I didn't, I didn't follow. I don't know. If they haven't been announced. I, I couldn't remember uh, one of the other teams. Uh, if they haven't been announced, then I guess not. But uh, well, you know, like I said, I, I wasn't can't, paying much I attention. So, uh, you know, but I just assume, you know, I, I personally would assume that if you're the champ, you're going to be fighting champs and you're going to be in a tag team tournament instead of just doing a separate match. Well, that's, make a lot of I sense mean, that's what it was last year, right? The, the winners were the champions at the end. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the, and it was a little, the, the belts were vacant. Right. Um, but like there's a lot of tag team tournaments in the past, including the Crockett Cup, where the champions have been entered. There's been a lot of uh, uh, tag team tournaments like that in the past where the champions have entered and not even made the finals, much less won the tournament. So, and the, See, I didn't, yeah. I guess I didn't, I, I watched a little of the NWA when it was first around in its heyday, but I guess I never really paid attention to find out if the tag team champions at that time, if they were in it and they lost, you know what I mean? Like, like the winner would be the new champions. And I guess I never paid attention to that. Anyways, we're getting off the topic, at least when I try to stay on a topic. Um, I'm just going to go back a little bit. You were an amateur wrestler, football player. You can see that in your in-ring style. Who is Royce Isaacs in the ring? Like, what um, What do you strive for to, to portray to the fans? Um, I mean, I think I do a lot of... Uh... You know, I, I do portray my amateur side. Uh, uh, what I came up from, there's a lot of, you know, mat wrestling and throws, uh, a lot of vicious strikes. Um, you know, I, I I like to do a little bit of it all. Uh, you know, I think I can chain with most any other wrestler. I throw, you know, some mean suplexes. I can do some athletic stuff. Um, I've been to Mexico City and I've luchered before. So in the ring, I, I can do it all, and I'm going to talk shit to you while I do it. So, um, and you if you're not, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're not familiar with my work, um, I would recommend my bull rope match with uh, Bateman from Ring of Honor. 
uh, it was on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, and if you like bloody uh, uh, physical matches, you know, that's a really good one. Um, but, I mean, I think you can see a little bit of it all. My specialty, I would say, is, like, strong throws and, uh, you know, big power moves and whatnot. But, you know. I, I do I can I do a little bit of everything, baby. I, and I can cut a mean promo too, so you can cut a mean promo. Now here's I okay, I don't want to get off topic. Okay, so um I think I saw did I see a match with you and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it might have been with uh Jack with Jungle Boy. You uh-huh. you I wanna say you threw him up and I'm probably using the wrong language because I'm not a wrestler. You threw him up in the air caught him and then suplexed him i i uh something i think i remember seeing that on youtube i d- you've wrestled them before right they do that, that include uh, yeah uh jungle boy is uh jack's one of my best friends um we've had we got to wrestle a singles match once we also had like this uh i was i was uh doing a, a lucha gimmick called the four where i had a mask the steampunk, it was pretty cool. And me and him uh, wrestled uh, in like a tag, a six man tag that like Ultimo Dragon was on his team. So that was pretty freaking cool. Uh, and that was maybe in like 2017, 2018. There's a highlight of that on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I have a few moves that are like pop up. Uh, like my finisher is the Hush Money, which is like a full Nelson. Then I pop you up and I German suplex yeah, you. Yeah, I think that was it. That was it, yeah. There's also the uh, sign me, which was like a pump handle, pump handle pop up into a, a power slam. Um, so I have a few moves that, like, I mean, that's my that's my bread and butter is doing doing stuff like that. It was vicious, um, whatever. My, match, my, my, my singles match with the uh, Jungle Boy was on uh, Bar, uh, gosh, uh, Bar Wrestling a little while back. But that's one of my favorite matches I've ever had too. Uh, I think that was a pretty fun one and. Uh, Kind of skip, random aside, but I, whatever. It's a fun story, I think. Um, in the middle of the match, you'll see me take, if you watch this, I think it's on High Spots Network, I want to say. Uh, it shows bar wrestling stuff. I think so. Um, yeah, and uh, at some point I take a um, I take a sunset flip powerbomb uh, from, like, the second or whatever. Like, he jumps over and he boom. And I hit my head real hard. Like, I just whiplash really bad. And I am on autopilot for the next few minutes, which is really scary. But like, I mean, at this point, laughing about it isn't going to change whether my you know brain hurts or not. So right. yeah. I think <laughs> if you're listening and you're like, "Oh my god, that's so scary!" Yeah, it's scary, but it happened. So um, it, it is what it is. happened to me in sports we, too. Absolutely. So you might as well at this point um, enjoy the match, and you can kind of watch me like get my literally get my shit together. Uh, on the uh, on the on the match as you, as you watch it, but I'm really still proud of that match. I think I showed some of the stuff that I don't necessarily always get to show with other people, and uh, I thought it was a really solid match. I also there's a point where I pop up Jungle Boy into the uh, ventilation at the uh, Baldwin Park uh, Arena where we're at, like literally like into the ceiling, and he comes down. It's pretty funny. It was, good. it was a good match, man. Jungle Boy can freaking go, and I'm glad. Uh, now with AEW, he's getting a chance to prove that on a weekly basis because you know he's he's talented man. And he's the future of wrestling for sure. Yeah, I was just I was just just watching him. I had AEW on in the bar and I was just watching him. He was in a, a six man, and man, he is something else. I'll tell you that. Um, 
But yeah, I've been I I played sports all through high school, and there's my uh, my parents have a video of me in a basketball game. It was just a random basketball game, and I smacked my head off the court, boom, like that, and I popped up, and I must have played uh like second half of the third quarter and the rest of the fourth, and I don't remember any of it, any of it, and you're right, yeah. my brain probably is messed up, but and I can laugh at it now, but it's interesting, um. Uh, I was gonna let me see. Um, bar wrestling you mentioned. Uh, yeah, that's Joy Ryan's stuff, right? Yeah, man. Uh, I, man, for a hot second when I lived uh, or when I started for a hot second when I after I moved to California, me and Joey were actually roommates. Uh, me, him, and Eli Drake. It was a grand old time. It was a hell of a uh, oh my uh, lord. <laughs> uh, but it, it was a good time for sure. Uh, Joey's a Joey's a good homie. Um, and I think he's a very, uh, underrated uh, guy in terms of his actual ring ability. I think Joey um, Ryan is one of the most underrated wrestlers out there and he gets yeah. a bad and he, and he's a, he's, he's a good friend. He's a good guy. Um, and he makes a lot of money. So, you know, leave it at that. He's, he's doing great. So are those, are those events actually, they're in bars, right? I've, I've never, uh, I've never yeah. seen one. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's a really live crowd. It's really fun. Yeah. But, you know. Um. So we were talking about your anyways. I'll, NWA. What's that? But I'm here uh, talking about the NWA, babe. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you're good. You're good. I I don't mind uh, uh, going off on tangents and, and talking about other stuff I've done or whatever. But like at the end of the day, I'm a National Wrestling Alliance uh, uh, wrestler, and that's what I'm all about right now. And that's like kind of where my head's at and where the goals are at. And you know, April uh, April nineteenth is the Crockett Cup, and you know that's kind of where my head's been at now for you know for the last couple months, and where it will be for the next month and a half until I get to it. You know, like that's uh, and I don't I don't mean that as a slight to Joey. It's just like this is my my world that I'm in right now uh, is you know NWA Crockett Cup and uh, Wild Card season, baby. Wild Card season, um, and I didn't even yeah, I'm good, I'm good with that. Um, I was talking with your about your in ring style, and uh, you you mentioned how you love to talk shit. You're great on the mic. Um, in your mind, what are you better at in in the NWA? Are you better in the ring or on the mic? Um, I mean, I think that's for the fans to decide. I think some people are going to really enjoy. The thing is, that's you can we can talk about like my personal preference, but I don't think that really matters. What matters is what fans actually enjoy or get out of it there's a lot of people that i remember a lot more of their uh backstage promos or their vignettes or whatever it was than anything they did in ring there's certain people that i remember moments and matches and whatever i try to do both of those things but to me it's like i don't really give a shit as long as they remember me as long as fans are like man that promo was killer man that segment was awesome, man. I'll never forget when Royce Isaacs did that move or when I never forget that, you know, big falsy, whatever it was. Like, I I just want people to enjoy my work and remember me. And I don't really, like, it's whatever you want it to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's the people out there, what they enjoy. Um, I just want to keep giving it to them. What are the people like in the NWA? That's at a studio, studio wrestling, going old school. Um, it's a yeah, lot dude. of the same people. Um, is it still hot every week? 
Yeah, I mean, watch the show, man. The fans are probably the hottest crowd in wrestling right now, I would say. I, I mean, uh, you can uh, – I guess you could argue that with me, but I think if you watch our show and you listen to our crowd, like, they're not piping in extra no. crowd noise. Right? Yeah, you're definitely that, not. You know what I mean? It's really loud the whole time, and it's not like we're, like, dropping mics down from in the middle of the crowd or whatever. That's just, like, you can hear – Here's the thing is it's a with the studio, it's a small, um, intimate setting and you can hear like little like if a fan is heckling you or whatever, you can hear it and you can respond to it in real time and shut it down. Uh, I think if you're, you know, comfortable and you're good on the mic, like it's a really good place to kind of be at. Um, I think it's one of those things that like everything gets picked up and everything gets caught. I think that having a crowd that's there all the time because they're such a good crowd and they stay so hot for everything, they're invested in everything. They make you, you know, like it's easier to, it's easier to do your job when you're like, okay, everyone here gives a shit about this being good, including every single fan here, not just me and whoever's backstage and producing or whatever. It's like, it's all becomes one living, breathing entity together. If that makes sense. No, it, it makes it makes total sense, and I, I do I do watch. I do feel the crowd is extremely hot, and I I think they're also, um, they are. It is an entity. They are another. They're in that. They're almost in the ring with the other two competitors, or you know, if it's a tag match, they're there. You 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 see uh, Santa Vol, You know, you got that. Uh, you got them all in the front row. You got the NWA podcast guys. You can hear them. And uh, yeah. especially when you guys are behind the desk with, uh, you know, Marquez or Galley or even Mooney now, you guys can hear them and your responses to the crowd. And it's like impromptu. It's uh, it's great. You know, it's off script. And the way you guys handle it really makes or you know, makes the show, in my opinion. It's great. Yeah, I, I, I think that kind of stuff's important. I think that beating off of a live crowd is really important. I think that like, you know, uh, it's one of those things that it's, if you're watching it at home, you can still vibe with what's going on as it's happening. And that's important. Like you, you don't want to like watch a show and the crowd's just like sitting on their hands the entire time. Like it kind of is a buzzkill. Right. So just, you know, on the, on, on the, the flip side of that coin, if you have a really good, really hot crowd, it's like, that much easier just to be like oh okay hell yeah like this is i'm i'm getting into it like i'm 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 with this like let's let's see what's going on you know i i do i do know um so i'm trying to i'm trying to stay um on the topics i had as best i can but it's it's challenging um it's all good you want to rant and rave and go off on stuff? We totally can, man. No, it's uh, it's. I, I've rant, I've gone off topic um, already enough. Um, I'm talking about like things are out of order sometimes. Like, uh, for example, I uh, you, you you came from Denver. You moved from Denver to L.A., which um, as a as a wrestler was was shocking to me. Um, I didn't realize L.A. was such a hotbed for wrestling. Until I discovered, um, you know, championship wrestling from Hollywood, and then I discovered Defy and all that and all that stuff. But um, what was what was that like? Because wait, championship wrestling from Hollywood 
that had the NWA belt for a, a time, correct? Uh, it featured the NWA it belt, it, yeah. Right? Before the NWA was running shows regularly and before Power was up and running, uh, the you know Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and uh, uh, NWA obviously have a, a relationship, and um, it's, it's certainly one of those things where uh, you know uh, they they helped each other out, and obviously the belt was featured quite prominently. I mean, I got a match against Nick Aldis before way way before uh, Strictly Business um, at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, as far as the actual move out uh, from Denver. Like, Denver was great. Like, I love Denver. I miss Denver. I consider Denver home. Um, you know, I, I there's a lot of stuff that I really do uh, enjoy about Colorado, and I miss it out there. And every once in a while, I get to go back there and, and wrestle and show off for my hometown fans, which I, you know, that's that's the best. But uh, I, I just felt like things were getting stagnant in Denver in terms of my wrestling career strictly. Um you know, it's like at that point, I had done three tours of Japan with DDT Pro Wrestling. Oh my lord! Uh, yeah, and, and I was, and that was an amazing time. Like one of my best, you know, some one of my favorite things that I've that I've done done to this day. Uh, but that said, it was really tough. Like, uh, you know, to like, there's not like high quality indie shows running every single weekend. There's there are some shows that I would, you know, that I was proud to be a part of and hope to come back to, to wrestle at again in Colorado. So I'm not trying to like yeah. throw shade or be shitty or whatever, but uh, you know, like just being at any random show in uh, LA, you're going to probably see someone that's pretty damn good. You can wrestle people that are on a much you know higher level than I would say pretty much anywhere else, else in the U S I know there's a kind of like an East coast bias and, yeah, see, and whatnot, I, I, but I'm on the East Coast, and I it never occurred to me that LA had that type of scene. And, and oh I, yeah, I, I mean, guess it does. PWG came from like that's only the highest quality wrestling in the world. Like, I understand there was a time when they didn't use a ton of locals for a while, but like, there's a reason why PWG and that style came out of SoCal. Yeah, uh, there's people on on shows around SoCal that I'm like, oh, that guy sucks or whatever, and then you realize oh like i'm just spoiled if i get outside of the southern california kind of area like this guy's actually he can do stuff like even the people who like suck around here can kind of go like west coast has some like has some really deep talent pools and some people that aren't even signed yet that aren't even on anyone's radar that can really really go there's i think there's a huge east coast bias when it comes to uh indie wrestling and i there's so many talented people on the east coast so like that's not throwing shade at any of them that's me putting over people on the west coast that maybe haven't gotten the looks or opportunities that someone else has i mean it took it took scorpio sky freaking you know 15 years to blow up or whatever he's been that good for a long damn time like sky is a beast in the ring man that guy's un- otherworldly like he's he's one of the top guys and i'm glad that he's finally getting the chance to prove that weekly uh on on AEW. But, I mean, there's a reason why there's so many West Coast people. Uh, you know, I mean, the Bucks came out of Southern California. Um, obviously, Joey Ryan was, a, you know, a Southern California guy. Like, there's so many West Coast guys that can freaking go. And I credit that to a lot of my growth during my l- latter half of, uh, you know, leading up till now. Um, you know, it's like I, I, I started out in Denver. I trained uh, there, obviously, and I learned. 
I was able to train in Japan during my tours with DDT, which I think really helped me grow quite a bit. And then like the finalization of really like learning how to work was moving to the West Coast and, you know, iron sharpens iron. So I'm wrestling against some of the best wrestlers week in, week out. Um, and I think that kind of rounded me, rounded up, rounded out my, uh, my repertoire and whatnot. Yeah. I, I mean, the, when the NWA started putting on, you know, their weekly shows, it opened my eyes to a whole nother land of, of wrestling talent. And a lot of that is on, on the West coast. And I was, I was just shocked. I mean, championship wrestling from Hollywood is just, it's really good. Um, yeah. Some really, really high quality stuff out here. I mean, but it's like obviously in the NWA you have a lot of uh, guys that are that are from the West Coast that are you know really good. Or like Aaron Steven lives lives out here uh, right now, and obviously he's really, really talented. Eli Drake's been out here forever, and he's been talented forever. Uh, even though me and Tom got to beat him to get our belts back and whatnot, but like I can't fault my old roommate as far as like as far as purebred athletes and winners go, like. Eli Drake is the freaking man, um, you know, and then if you even look at other companies like, uh, you know, if you look at AEW's top, you know, top roster, quite a few of them are West Coast guys or like someone like a Brian Cage is a West Coast guy. And that guy's a freaking marvel. He's 260 pounds of muscle and he can do any freaking move in the book, you know? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, he can. Um, where do you see Royce Isaacs in one year, in three years? in five years the only thing that royce isaacs is worried about right oh, now is very <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> go ahead getting that, that big shiny gold cup i should know kissing that. it yes taking those those eagle belts kissing them me and tommy on top again this time the second time is that much sweeter because we're gonna have even more hardware to go with it that's all, like, honestly, I don't mean to sound corny or whatever, no, but it's like no, it's next, next fight is always the biggest fight. And it's one of those things where I don't want to get so uh, caught up in the wonderment of the forest that I miss the tree. And the big tree that's coming up is the Crockett Cup. Because the fact of the matter is we have to take care of business there. If we don't take care of business there, then it doesn't really matter what my five-year plan is. You know what I mean? I do. It's one of those things where uh, – Portuguese uh, pirates would baptize their, uh, their rescue ships before they would go to try to board, uh, like before they would go try to like actually be pirates and board other ships. And that was because they had to have that rabid, like we just believe in ourselves so freaking much that like there's no retreat option, there's no escape option. And I think that me and Tommy have definitely uh, capsized our escape ships. Like we're going full out, it's wild card season. It's Crockett Cup season, and uh, let's go, baby. Now, when you and Tom do win these gold eagle belts and you hold that title up, who's who's going to carry these belts? Those things are heavy, right? Camille, because she's tougher than us. <laughs> yes, yeah, she probably is. <laughs> That's great. Um, all right, I got one more question, and then, and then we'll, 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 we'll end it. Um, so I, I did, I did my best. I tried to do a lot of promotion out on the Twitters and, and tried to get as many live people in as possible. Although we will push this out on all the podcast things. Um, but, uh, I did get one response from, from one Twitter follower, uh, may and may is wondering when her next date is. 
Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, my next date, she's a... Uh, many people don't know that not only is it the boyfriend-girlfriend thing, but we're actually... Uh, I, I train her as well. So uh, right now she's uh, recovering from a little uh, muscle injury, so probably not going to have a date until... Uh, at least Sunday, maybe early next week, depending on uh, when the doctor clears her. Do a little little training, get a little lunch, maybe a little shopping, something nice like that. But uh, first order of business is making sure that my girl gets nice and healthy and rested up, so that uh, that way we can, you know, take care of business. Because strictly business, strictly pinkness. Um, pinkness, I like that. Okay. That's right. Yeah, she she's got the pink thing going on. Uh, I got the business thing. Going. Keep her away from Zicky Dice. Uh, oh, I plan to. I, there, he would never in his million years be able to touch her. He will, he will catch a backhand swiftly. The outlandish one. Uh, the outslappish one for sure. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, Royce. Um, I told you I wouldn't keep you more than an hour. Uh, we, we're coming up on forty-five minutes. Uh, we're fine. I can let you go. But what I like to always do at the end of the show. Is now I'm going to give the mic to you. You can you can literally say whatever you want. You got the Crockett Cub. You got NWA. You're focused on those gold titles. This this is your time. It's your time, Royce. Go ahead. All right. First of all, uh, I just want to thank anyone that took the time to watch or listen or however you ingested this. If you had your friend write this out and then you read it, beautiful. I love you. You're amazing for that. Follow me at Roy Sizex on Twitter, at Roy Sizex on Instagram. And most of all, Crockett Cup, April 19th, College Park, Georgia, nationalwrestlingalliance.com. They are selling tickets right now. Uh, they have a four-pack for like $100. I believe the code for that is NWA4. Get on that ASAP because I'm not sure how long that's going to be around. It's an amazing deal, especially if you have like a family and you're doing like a, you know, you have, you have people that you're coming with. Great. I want to see you there. If you can't make it, Obviously, there's going to be an iPay-per-view on Fight TV, and I definitely obviously recommend that. And the last thing I'll say is consistently, the NWA has over-delivered after under-promising. So, like, you don't think that for our biggest event ever, we're not going to have some amazing, crazy surprises. Better bet your ass we are going to have that. So, like, it's just going to be it's going to be a crazy event. Like, I, I promise you we are going to dress to impress, and I, I promise you you're going to love the Crockett Cup. And, hey, it's wild card season. Hashtag Strictly Business. Royce Isaacs, signing out, baby. All right, thank you, Royce. Thank you, brother. Have a great night, sir. Anyways, that's going to put putting you over, uh, at least for tonight. Because we're done for tonight. It has been fun. I'm going to get off here as well. Thank you very much, STR. Thank you, anyone else that has been here tonight. Thank you to um, Royce Isaacs for his time and consideration for even thinking and being on the show. Uh, and hopefully if I ever have him on again, I won't be as uh, uh, bad as I was tonight. I, I felt I was bad. Interview went well. STR enjoyed it. Um, anyways, I'll be back Friday or Saturday night, one of those nights. Stay tuned to the Twitters, at the standing one on Twitter, or at putting you the letter U over. I'll see you guys on the flip side. Thank you. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer.
Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret. You're watching Putting You Over.